everybody. Welcome to Gossip with Bravo Babe. I'm Christina and I am joined today by my guest co-host Alyssa. Hi everyone. So I'm excited to have you on. We're going to talk all things Bravo. Um, I want to get some of your hot takes, your opinions, and we definitely need to talk about Scandaval, especially with the reunion trailer that came out today with Lala dishing so much good tea on her podcast. Sheena dished on her recent interview with TV Deets. So we have a lot to discuss. So I hope everybody is ready. I am super ready and super ready. Awesome. (laughs) Are you so let's just start out. Let's get a little bit about so my listeners know that I'm a diehard Jersey fan. What about you? Jersey is definitely my top three. Um, I would have to say this season, I don't know what it is, but I've just become numb. <laughs> yeah. it Something has to change, and I don't know what that's going to be. That's a good way to describe it. I kind of feel numb watching it this season, too. And Jersey's my go-to favorite. It's what got me hooked in the first place. But we've seen so much of the Teresa Melissa that it's not enjoyable to watch anymore. And it's kind of like, you can't root for either of them. You can't hate either of them because it's just a combination of all of it for both of them. You know? Yes. They almost need someone in the middle. Um, kind of like how Kathy was. And I think that would balance it more. Mm-hmm. And we would get more rational conversations. Right. But, I mean, it is what it is. I think that that's what Louie tried to do, but epically failed at. (coughs) Very much so. Especially with this week's episode, um, the very end when we see the preview, he goes completely unhinged and his face gets super red. And I feel like we see the side of Louie that everybody has been warning us about. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I totally agree. Love Um, that, by the way. You know, uh, Harry Potter head over here. Um, No, like, I literally, like, I just got goosebumps. I'm like, yes, a Harry Potter fan. (laughs) Are we soulmates? (laughs) We might be. No, but I I did not expect Louis to flip the script that way. On camera, Um, at least, right? Because, I mean, I'm sure behind closed doors, but not on camera. No, I had a feeling that might be his perspective off camera, but he is just letting it loose. He totally is. It's very unhinged. And there was a lot that came out in the press recently about him, about Teresa, about the girls, about his ex-business partner. And I went into a deep dive of all of it. And, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt and you have to consider the source. And the source in this case was an interview that Dana Wilkie did. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Oh, we all know Dana. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) she's not a credible source. I will say this. And I will also preface this by saying, yes, everybody. I called her out on Twitter for saying that. Antonia no longer had her Porsche. Um, Dana put a video out saying that it was repoed. So I was like, huh, let me just ask Melissa myself. And she was like, no, she still has it. She drove it to school. She sent me a picture, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, well, let me put it out there that this is false. So yes, I know Dana is not a credible source. However, she did do an interview with Louis' ex-business partner that was so in-depth about who, you know, he said allegedly he was as a person, his business dealings, his physical altercations. Um, So I don't know. I feel like with all of that press coming out and the wedding special coming up, I'm just, I'm kind of New Jersey'd out. Very much so. And I will say with people who are like ex-business partners, you kind of have to let some of that go because that's a different side that you know of somebody. And I think that's also a very controversial topic as far as how far that relationship goes. And I think we're seeing that play out on Vanderpump. I think, um, especially with the Toms, um, if they don't get their act together, 
I don't see that friendship lasting after the season. Absolutely. That's a good take. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So what do you think while we're on New Jersey, before we dive into some headlines and some hot takes for New Jersey, what are you thinking of our newbies? We have Danielle, the bougie mama. We have Jen Fessler, who I think is a comedian. And then we have, um, I can't even remember her name right now. Rachel. Rachel. Oh, yes. Rachel Fuda. I love Rachel. Rachel. She is a sweet girl. So tell me, what do you think of the three newbies? So we'll start off with Rachel. I think she is sweet. Um, I think she's going to need to toughen it up, though. She is going to need to put her foot down. Um, The whole rat thing, she, I'm not a passive aggressive person. Mm-hmm. And the way that she's kind of carrying it out, I need her to be a little bit more aggressive. Yes. Um, Fessler, she can do no wrong in my book. Right? Um, Isn't she so fun? She is hilarious. I knew I loved her. The way she scarfed down that mozzarella <laughs> at the picnic, I was like, this is my girl. That's my girl. Anybody who can eat cheese like that is somebody that I know I'll get along with. Yes. And didn't care, didn't see a camera, was just in the moment. And then Danielle. Oh, Danielle, our true life star. <laughs> um, you know what? I have very mixed emotions. You do. Uh, so tell me, because I am so far absolutely adoring her. I feel like she kind of came in with an agenda. I think she knew from the start she was going to be team Teresa and uh, team Jen and I think she was just looking for that little tidbit that would put her over the edge mm-hmm. where I think Rachel came in very neutral but because Danielle took that little nugget it kind of forced her to go on team Marge team Melissa so I it's a little mixed I'm still gonna give her a chance I still think her family is wonderful her kids are it's so a cool cute. dynamic to see for sure yes and the only thing I also have pause to is that I don't think I can do another family uh, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> no more line. family trauma. I need a break. We need to have like, I don't who, I don't know. Let's see more of Jen Fessler's mom and aunt. That was yes. a hilarious scene. Oh my gosh. They could have a show on their own. Right. Like, the fact that they still dress like the, like the stories that those ladies have I'm sure would blow us away no uh the twins and Marge senior oh my god like a little golden girls sex in the city moment. yeah could you imagine their stories it'd be top tier maybe we can get a little guest star from Sonia Morgan <laughs> oh my gosh that would be the trifecta that would yes. be amazing I would be so here for that she would blend in with them perfectly too she would she totally would Oh, love that. So I'm glad that that's your takes on the newbies because I I agree with you. My only thing about Rachel Food, similar to how you think Danielle came in with an agenda and kind of knew where she wanted to align herself, I think the same about Rachel with Melissa and oh, really? Marge. Yeah, I feel like I didn't see her give I feel like she came in and she didn't give Teresa much of a chance and then I feel like the second Teresa got a hint of her being friends with Melissa and Marge she just automatically closed the door didn't even want to try to be friends with her so I mean I put Teresa to blame a hundred percent but I think that yeah I think that Rachel just came in and said all right, Teresa's not giving me the attention I want, but Melissa and Margaret are, so I'm going to go with them. I can kind of see that. I can definitely Mm -hmm. see your point of view. The Jersey episode this week, I feel like, was mostly filler, but the end is when we start to see the heat and the preview for next week. So next week's season finale, I'm excited to watch. Do you have any predictions? My prediction would probably be Well, and I I think I kind of, where did I hear this? I just heard it or read it somewhere that um, Teresa actually goes up to Joe and says, your wife cheated on you. What? 
Yes. If that is happening, I'm as much as I love Melissa, um, I'm here for it because we've never seen their relationship really tested. We haven't. Um, there's been no challenges. The only challenge is the two fronts, which is Joey's front and Teresa's front, as far as like war and all these little battles in between. Right, right. So, I would love a more honest take on their relationship and see where they're at. That's a good point. I would too. I also think that that is definitely the straw that breaks the camel's back. And I think that's the comment that, because Teresa, I mean, I'm sorry, Melissa and Joe keep saying, well, nobody's, what nobody's understanding is that there was something said, there was something done. And I'm wondering if it was more extreme than that comment or if, you know, that was what did it for them to not attend the wedding. So I'm super curious to see. I think it has to be something more because this isn't the first time that Teresa has suggested that Melissa Melissa cheated. Right. Right. So there has to be something more or I'm wondering if someone has footage, has pictures, has anything. Something. Yes. Give us something. We know there's cameras and photos and phones everywhere. Exactly. You're always being watched. Always. Except, uh, unless you are in a Sprinter van in Aspen coming back from a nightclub and your name's Kathy right. Hilton. Right. When you're Kathy Hilton, there's no footage in the world that can None. get you. <laughs> None. <laughs> the power that holds. Right. The power that that woman has against not just Bravo, but all of us. And she doesn't even realize it. She doesn't. But it's so captivating. It truly is. Like, okay, uh, so babes, I think that's all we're going to talk about Jersey for this week. Um, only because there is so much Vanderpump Rules tea to spill. There's a couple headlines I want to touch on. Um, I guess I should have done headlines first, but you know what? Who cares, right? Who cares? So while I look for this, what? so do you listen to um, other Bravo podcasts, Alyssa? I do. I listen to She Speaks Bravo. With okay. Um, I do a little mention it all sometimes. Um, but that's pretty much where I stay in Bravo. I try not to, and I've been listening to yours, of course, but I try not to get so much information because I still want that element of being able to submerse myself into an episode. I like to get lost in Absolutely. my television. Yes. Without having too much. So are you the kind of person that, so I'm the kind of person that, like if I'm watching, so like I just watched the, um, the Last of Us, and I was like two episodes in, and I was already Wikipediaing everything about the episode, the actors. I went into like a deep dive of the whole shebang, and it ruins the show. But I keep watching, so it's similar to Housewives. Sometimes you want to avoid certain podcasts or certain you know tea spilling accounts, but at the same time you want to watch, you want to look, right. And I used to be like that. I've been really good (laughs) about not fact-checking everything. But what I do is I reward myself at the end of when I finish something. And then I just go all mayhem. I am Wikipedia (laughs) up a storm. Isn't that the craziest? How you can just start at like a character's name. And then the next thing you know, you're at like their alma matters. Like dean of their school. Yeah. Something crazy. access we have. So side note. Um. I'm not sure if anybody that listens or if you saw that the week that Scandaval broke, somebody edited Ariana's Wikipedia page. Um, I'm going to pull up what they edited it to. And when I say they, I mean, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one who edited her Wikipedia page. Let me see. What did I I I get it to say? So let's see. It's let me scroll through really quick. Dun dun dun. Wikipedia, where are you? They changed it since, obviously. But okay, so for her personal life, I changed the caption to She had been in a relationship with fellow Vanderpump Rules cast member Tom Sandoval from 2014 until March 2023. 
when Sandoval had been caught cheating with fellow co-star Raquel Levis. Levis does not have a Wikipedia page as she does not have main character energy. <laughs> that <laughs> is brilliant and like literally the kiss of death. No main <laughs> character energy. So I, I was like, that's all you need, mic drop. So I changed it to that and then just left it. And then eventually somebody changed it, changed it. You know, I don't know what it says today, but yeah. So side note, that was my little, oh, and then I added um, Scandaval as in Urban Dictionary. If anybody wants to go look. <laughs> Not a legend. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so starting with pump rules for this week's episode. Wow, there's a lot to dive into. Um, I think I want to start off by saying that I cried. I laughed a little bit. I cringed. I was like holding my breath during this episode. It was such a good, like even if there was no Scandaval and like obviously in a perfect world that would not have happened, but it did, so we get more content. But this was supposed to be the season finale, and it was incredible. Like, that was a dope season finale. I think that we're very lucky to have the episode next week. But even if we didn't have it and they didn't pick cameras up and we went right into the reunion, I still think I would have been satisfied. No, I totally agree. That was one of the best finales we've had in a few years. Um, if it would have ended right there, perfect yeah there was there was nothing that I feel like obviously I want the cameras to be picked back up now that we know but even if they weren't yeah totally a good finale um so let's just start talking about the conversation that Tom and Ariana had together at their home about their relationship um that was a hard one to watch because you can see from what we see it looks like they both really want to work on it that they're coming from a genuine place that they're getting their feelings like really out there they're telling each other what they need from each other so it's hard to watch because you know that it's one-sided and ariana has no idea not only is it one-sided because i've had to watch this twice one with the mind frame of yes scandal happened and one without He's one-sided even when she's expressing herself like you don't do this or I need this. And he's like, well, what about me? I'm like, he's like, oh my God, the batteries, like fuck the batteries. Like, I'm sorry for swearing. Fuck the batteries, guys. Um, But he was like, she doesn't have them in the drawer. That line killed me. But yeah, okay, go on. Had to throw that in there. No, no, no. That conversation was... It was hilarious at the same time as it was sad. Um, When he mentioned that he wants someone to do shrooms and dance the night away. Oh my God. I was like, how old are we, sir? Talk (laughs) about the worst trip of your life. Nobody wants to microdose some bullshit shrooms with you. No, your life partner and what, to do that the rest of her life? Right? Like, it's one thing to like, I don't know, say that you want to embrace each other by you know going to a concert that you both enjoy okay sure but it's another thing to say that you want to you know go jump off a cliff and take shrooms and have night lights in your bedroom that look like the galaxy exactly but then I love when my girl came back and was like well you don't want to watch Love Island right (laughs) exactly (laughs) he's like you and Logan just hang out and do karaoke and she's like well you don't like the things we like well and then she says no we literally just talk about love island (laughs) (laughs) do you watch love island i am so die hard for love island i mean uk love island is top tier top tier best version i you are you a fan of love island no that's why i asked i'm totally a love island version if you will you have to start and you have to start from the beginning because some of those earlier seasons of love love island uk oh my gosh the stuff they air what season are they on right now oh my gosh i what are we like on nine or ten jesus oh my gosh okay and i will like 
Tom Sandoval said, 66 episodes, I don't have time for that. There are like 66 episodes long. Jeez. Okay, well, you know what? I need some, I need something to binge. Oh, you'll be stuck. You'll be stuck for the rest of the year. All right, well, I'm going to check it out then. I've heard people are obsessed with it. Yes. I wouldn't even bother with the American version or the Australian version. Straight to the UK. I'm sorry, say that again? I said straight to the UK version. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a note right now. UK version. <laughs> okay, so the conversation with Tom and Ariana, we both agree it was hard to watch. Um, and I really do feel for her because you can, like I said, you truly see that she is in love with this man and she wants to make it work. And while they're going through, you know, this dry patch, rough patch, whatever, however you want to phrase it. She's willing to work on things and she wants to work on things. So when Tom tries to paint her as, you know, the lesser partner in the relationship, it's just so manipulative. It is. And his excuses just don't make any sense. I think at one point he had told Schwartz she doesn't get groceries. I'm like, we have Instacart. <laughs> These are not valid excuses. We don't Why need to go strolling up and down up. Walmart. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? But I felt like she had valid points. And I, my heart broke when she was like, I feel like I get leftovers of you. Like, that's traumatic. You're only getting like 10% of your partner and he's giving it to the rest of the world. Right. And now we know Raquel. Yeah. So let's see. That scene, I feel like, yeah, we can end with that scene because it was overall just a sad thing for Ariana. Having, I'm sure she has to watch it back also, which makes it worse. Um, so we have, let's do this something about her event. We also have James and Allie. We see that he's getting ready to do, I believe it was Imagine Festival. Shout out James Kennedy. Um, I love everything he's doing with his DJing right now. He was just in Chicago and I missed him and I was so bummed. But if there's one person that I want to meet at BravoCon besides Tamara Judge, it is without a doubt James, Ke- James Kennedy. Yes, I would love to see a set. I feel like whatever connection Sheena has in Vegas, she needs to work with James and get him on some type of residency because he is... I think his energy is just really amazing. And you can tell that it's going to be, that's his niche in life. It's DJ. It is. It is. And people would like belittle it or make him feel like it wasn't something that he could be successful at. But look at him. He's successful as hell right now. He is successful. Even with the editors kind yeah. of showing him with the poster, <laughs> with the cascade off the top big and James Kennedy all low at the bottom. Right, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? You know, he's billed with them. He's billed with Cascade, and at the end of the day, good for him. And you know what? You're on the poster. How many people can say that? You exactly. You made it to the poster. You made the set, Bill. Um, so, yeah, how do you feel about... Oh, how do you feel about James and Allie? Do you feel like they're going to last? You know, I think he definitely needs someone like Allie. Um, she's very direct, Um, And she's going to hold him accountable. I just don't know if she's going to last with him, to be honest. Absolutely. I can see her checking out already. I'm not sure who said it this episode or last episode. They said, I think that James is into Allie way more than Allie is into James. I think that was Charlie. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. And I think not only is that true, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I feel like Allie doesn't like the people that he's around. I don't even think she likes Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> she, I, she totally gave her like a cold vibe, I feel like, when they met. She was like, who is this lady trying to tell me what to do with my relationship? That's the vibe I got. <laughs> Same. So I think that I'm not sure if we ship them yet. If anything, they're on a trial run. Yes, very much so. They're very much in a trial run. So we see they go to the something about her sandwich event first, and then everybody else piles in. They end up going to Sir afterwards, where Raquel ends up meeting them because she did not go to the something about you location itself. 
Um, but we do see her come in for, I guess you would call it the final scene of the season, right as of right now, pre-Scandival. And it was a hot mess. I feel like we had the conversation with Schwartz and Terry Maloney, which was where, I mean, Terry expressed that she was upset. She was disappointed in the, you know, the choice to make out with Raquel. She said that, you know, you and Katie obviously are going to date other people. However, you had agreed to keep it out of the friend group. And, you know, she was just defending her daughter, understandably so. We have to remember that she went there and they mic'd her. And they knew what they were doing when they mic'd her, you know. So she was going to have these conversations with people. How did you think the conversation with Terry and Tom Schwartz went? I thought they had a nice conversation. I like that Terry can bring out this honesty in Tom where he's not making jokes in between or trying to scuff it off. He's like, yeah, you're right. I did mess up. I just wish he could have those conversations with Katie. I agree. I wish that, I mean, he can't, he can't have those conversations with Katie. I mean, he can't and Katie when it comes to even the, you know, Raquel's of the world, as we saw in the end in the alley. But yeah, I think that, the conversation overall was nice. I think that Terry got to say what she wanted to say. And I think that Tom really needed to receive it and hear it. Yes. I mean, Tom needs a lot more than that, but yes. <laughs> In that moment, that's what he needed. Yes. And then he stood. I cannot believe that. And we'll get to this, but I cannot believe that he stood behind a plant in the corner and watched as all of the drama was happening with Terry, with Raquel, with Tom, with Katie, with Lala. That boy stood in the back and watched everything go down. You know what? I have a different opinion. Okay, tell me. I'm kind of glad he stood away. I think had he tried to come in there, and then especially if he had tried to come and defend Raquel, the spiral that Katie was already in would have just turned into a tsunami. Like, it would have gone crazy to the point where it probably wouldn't have been enjoyable. I think it would have been painful to watch her. Very true. I could definitely see that. And I, when she gets to that point, it's not a good look for her. No. When she gets to that point, it, I mean, Tequila Katie is not really the best version of herself. So I, I can see that. I agree with that. Look, I like Katie now. That Tequila Kaylee was, well, was in retirement. Yeah, was. She came out. But um, I, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with Katie. I really do. I feel like I get that with a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with her. I get that. A lot of people, the first thing they say is that, well, she's a bitch. And I can see where they, where and why they think that, but. I think that she just stands in her truth and she doesn't take any shit. And if she was a man, she might be an asshole, but that's fine. But if she's a female, she's a bitch. And that's not, you know, always very fine. Oh my gosh. I have the, <laughs> we are so opposite on this. That's totally fine though. That's what this podcast is for. So your definition is what I think Lala is to me. That what is Lala. Oh, um, really? Yes. To me, Katie is a bitch <laughs> she is a mean girl <laughs> and she's guarded um but I think once you kind of melt her down she's kind of more like you know she comes off as Regina George but she's more like a Karen or maybe like a <laughs> Gretchen but I think she is a bitch and I think she has shown us time and time again that people don't really have to do anything to her and she is just first impressions she's a bitch to them she did it to Lala she did it to so many others I just think that's just who she is so I try to meet her where she's at <laughs> that's who she is and that's who Stassi Stassi and her together were they were those people when they were together on the show yes it was very much 
very much uh, Stassi the leader, her following, and then Kristen being the extra follower. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. And that train just rolled. If one said yes, and then she, the second approval went, it was on. It was Mean Girls times 10. Shout out to the movie Mean Girls. I literally quote it every single day of my life. Same. Um, <laughs> that raised me. <laughs> Even though I was like almost grown, it raised me. <laughs> It raised it raised me. It did. <laughs> oh my gosh. What did I say earlier? Um, there was a scene where oh gosh, what well, you know what? I can't remember, but I made the comment. It's like when they said I saw her wearing flip-flops and army pants, so I wore flip-flops and army pants. <laughs> Somebody was mimicking something, and that's what my that's where my brain went. Oh my gosh, you know who gives me that energy? That like that character's energy, the girl that said that line in the movie, Raquel. (laughs) It was it had to have been something towards Raquel. That is her to a T. It definitely is. Um, oh, let me see. My it was I've been waiting for my so as you listeners know, my laptop is it hates me because it will open and load absolutely everything except for Twitter, which is bizarre. But I finally got Twitter to load and we got a couple questions from people about Scandaval stuff that we can answer. Awesome. Well, let's see. And then I also want to get into Lala's podcast because that girl spilt some major tea that to me, has been the best podcast that came out since Scandaval. Okay. I'm I, won't, I won't give too much tea because I don't want to ruin anything for you, but <laughs> it is good. Okay, so first we have oh, somebody said, please get Andy to recruit a psychiatrist. <laughs> you know um, what? At this point, they should have been screened. They should have been screened for <laughs> nobody would have been cast <laughs> you know what probably not we would have you Allie, Allie would have would have been the what did you say said our she would have made it oh I agree let's see okay question we have a question from pop culture millennial and they said how do you feel about Katie's theory from Watch What Happens Live that Tom was jealous of Tom? Okay, so Tom jealous of You know, it says Tom was jealous of Tom. I'm not sure which Tom they're talking about. <laughs> I think that maybe what had happened was Tom Sandoval and Raquel had hooked up. They had had feelings towards each other. But she was still single and living her life. And maybe to make Tom Sandoval jealous, she would make out with Schwartz. And then Sandoval got jealous of Schwartz. And then that's when Sandoval told Schwartz about him and Raquel because he didn't want it to continue. And he was jealous. You know what? I don't think... Okay, here's my take. Sandoval... I think the reason why it went on so long as far as like, because I don't think Raquel can hold water. Why it was a secret, I don't know. But I think Tom got off on that. I think that got, he got off on that. She knew it. So it was a game to them. I don't think anybody was jealous. And I kind of think Schwartz was a pawn. Oh, I think so too. I think that they used him. I think Raquel used him to get at Tom Sandoval, but I also think Sandoval used him as a pawn for Raquel. Man. I don't even this know how to go friends with him. Such a tangled web. So if that was your question, pop culture millennial, but next time just, you know, there's Tom and Tom. We got to know which time we're talking about, babe. Let's see. Do you, so we have these names kill me. We have Christian's Tooth Fairy. What? Chris, Chris, okay. Hi, babe. Um, your question is 
Do you believe Tom is in love with Raquel? Yes or no? Oh, wow. Um, I don't think that narcissists are capable of being in love with anybody except themselves. So I'm going to go with no. No, he's in the he's in love with the idea of it. He's not in love with her. I agree. I think he's in love with the idea of somebody loving him because he requires so much love and validation. Hence him being a narcissist. How exhausting is that? I could never. Right? I could never. I could never be so concerned about my, you know, outward appearance that other people see. I could never. I could never. All right. Let's see. We have a question from that was so trashy. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Amazing. Love it. Love your handle. Um, what is the living situation? Okay. Like, like, I don't know intimate stuff, guys. What is the living situation with Ariana and Sandoval now? Did someone move out? Are they selling the house? What is happening? Okay. So as far as I know, and the last I heard, they were both still in the home and they were scheduling through this app, um, who was going to be where, when. You know what? He would have to go. I would make his life so miserable. <laughs> I would want see if I were her. Want to be in that house anymore? Because of the things he did in that house. Absolutely. I mean, while it's you know the it's the place that you moved in with this person, thinking that you would spend the rest of your life with them, and you created this home and you created this you know loving and beautiful atmosphere, and for that all to be tainted. There's not enough sage in the world for that house. I think I just have to pin on how petty I was feeling. <laughs> also very true. You could also tell him, hey, you get out. This is my house now. You go back to your apartment in West Hollywood. And I'm going to live here in my, what I think it's like a $2 million house. Crazy expensive. In the yeah. valley. Ugh. And I would just sanitize a hot tub and start bringing over new guys. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. That's funny. Oh, speaking of homes, James and Allie. Shout out to James and Allie because they just purchased a $1.1 million home. Um, love to see success for people. And I love to see James thriving. I'm not sure it was the best idea for them to do it together, but you know, we want to see it last. They're still on our little trial run, though. Yes. I mean, it's adorable house, but I'm all about if it if there's no ring, it doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> it does not mean a thing. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Exactly. And guess, I mean, look at Miss Whoa, whoa now. <laughs> I know, right? That was one of the headlines I was going to talk about is the ring did not mean a thing, clearly. It did not. It did not. There was, um, so side, let me just side note to this while we're on it. Everybody was saying that Kim filed first legally and technically and reality was that Croy filed first, um, Croy filed and I looked at the divorce filing and I read into it and some people are saying they think that the divorce is a sham. They think that they're doing it to pay off their debts to the IRS. Um, But here is the reason I don't think it's a sham. In the divorce filing, he attached um, a restraining order that he had out against Kim in 2020. So that was listed in there. He stated that Kim doesn't live in the house with them and that he is the one who has custody of the kids right now, physical custody. Uh, And he's asking that Kim be restrained from entering the house and that she is not fit to parent. That's like extreme. It also says um, police were also at the house this last Wednesday. Um so I feel like all of that is pretty intense and there has to be something really serious going on for Croy to take such extreme action. I did not know this. I am so intrigued now. Yes. Um, 
That is a I'll lot. Send you, I'll send you the divorce filing so you can read it. Please do because I'm invested. I'm going to read that. That'll be my my little novel chapter that I read before I go to yeah. bed. Um, <laughs> I need to know because 2020, oh my gosh, in the pandemic. Well, you know what I thought was interesting? Her patterns of posting, I don't know if you noticed this, as far as like personal and her business, it changed a whole lot in 2020. And most people probably thought a uh, pandemic, but now that you're saying that I'm thinking her yeah. life was in shambles. Yeah. Her life, something had to have been going on. I mean, when you're going on Instagram live and you're trying to sell your clothes for $25 a piece, <laughs> like babe, there is something going on there. I don't think that it's, you know, the best. No, And I thought $25 at least like, she knows Kim Kardashian, like, try to get in contact with her. She used to be the queen of eBay. She can get right. you more. Like, did you see the post that I'm talking about when she had the listing of, like, all of the kids' clothes, all of her, yes. like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. It was cringe. Oh, my gosh. I wonder, now that you say that, I wonder if she's, like, sold those clothes. What if they're, like, clothes they actually still wore? Like, if she sold them as, like, retaliation because he has custody and... Like, that would make him work harder. You know, just little things. You know, I'm a little crazy. I'm, like, lifetime crazy. Um, so I think of weird stuff. I'm a big lifetime movie fan. We might actually be soulmates, Alyssa. <laughs> I'm, like, any little crazy thing. I'm, like, she stole all the clothes. Now the kids don't have any. Now he's <laughs> is going to knock on the door. They're going to be, like, why don't they have clothes? <laughs> Well, so I'm going to go with it's not that extreme, but I love the theory. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so that was the ha- headline that I was going to talk about earlier. But so, yeah, a little inside scoop about Croy's divorce, divorce filing. Um, and I will send that to you. If anybody else wants to see it, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will send it to you. I don't want to post it because it's just, it gets messy. Right. Okay. So, yes. Let's, so going back to do, 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 do Vanderpump rules. Um, a lot to unpack it when they get back to Sir. They get back to Sir, and we have the Tom and Terry conversation that we talked about. And then we have Raquel and Katie. And Raquel and Terry, Raquel and Lala, Tom and everybody. So I'm going to start out by saying I have a little inside tea about what we did not get to see. Oh, please spill. Um, It was posted by Joey Maloney and Terry Maloney on Twitter. So maybe you did see it because it came out from Twitter. But he had like 30 followers and I somehow found his tweet and I was like, oh, my gosh. So I'll just go ahead and read it. Joey Maloney, which is Katie's brother, was there that night. And he said, this might be the only time I use the hashtag at the end here, but had to speak up about these garbage humans. You act tough and talk to my mom and sister like that when you are on camera, but you would never dare do that when your ego wasn't being boosted. Hashtag pump rules. And then Terry Maloney responded, which is Katie's mother, and said, thank you so much, Joey, for all your love and support. It was not shown in tonight's episode, but you step in and defended me upon Sandoval's vitriol attacks, not only one time, but three times. Okay, um, bravo. I'm going to need to see this footage like in never before scenes. (laughs) I need to know. I need to know how bad it got because the version they showed, it didn't seem like he, I mean, Sandoval said some stuff, but it didn't seem to that extreme where someone in Katie's family had to jump in and defend not only Katie, but their mother. So side note, this is what I was told. I was told that he actually said to Terry to shut the F up. (sighs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I wonder if that was before or after Terry told Raquel to shut the fuck up. <laughs> when she, that was funny. She said, I'm sorry, Katie. I'm not trying to be respectful, but Raquel, shut up. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
so I think that my favorite line of the episode was Lala delivering her um you would have oh I don't want to misquote it so let me pull it up because it's iconic unless you can think of it when she talks about the pig oh it just slipped my mind what What did she say I don't want to get it wrong she said oh with a pig what was it she said you would have a more productive conversation with a pig that's what it was that was the line of the episode for me Raquel you're not even a pig no she's like the I don't know what is more bottom feeder than a pig like on a farm on a farm like a (laughs) I don't know, not a farm, babe. I don't know. I'm thinking more of like a rat. <laughs> right? A barn rat? A barn, a barn Is that what they're called? Is that what they're called? A barn mouse? A barn mouse. We'll call her a rat, though. We'll call her a rat because mouse sounds cute. We'll call her yeah. a rat. And Ariana in the trailer for the reunion, we see her saying that. We see her calling Sandoval and Raquel rats. So when the, so let's see that episode, we, oh, we have the Sir Alley fight. So what did you, if you were at Sir and you were sitting next to Lisa Vanderpump while watching all of this unfold, what do you think your response would have been? Would you have wanted to jump in and say something? Would you have sat back? Like, what do you think you would have been thinking in that moment? I would have told Lisa to find me a server because I'm going to need two extra pump teenies stats. <laughs> um, I would have just sat there and ate my popcorn and watched the whole thing. <laughs> Some goat cheese balls, please. Yes. I, I need something to go with this. Um, because I felt like I was watching like the movie 300. I felt like, oh my gosh, what? Where are we at? <laughs> We're not in Sparta. <laughs> it felt like it, it felt very territorial. Um, um, let's see. Oh, and then we have when um, Katie walks out. She literally walks out in a huff and then Lala follows her and she's like, oh, I can't believe that Raquel and Tom are snickering together right now. Kind of like trying to stir the pot a little bit. And then you see Katie turn around and she's like, oh, hell no, that's not going to happen. And she goes and confronts them. Not even necessarily confronts them as much as she grabs Tom and says, like, let's go. I need to speak to you. Like, let's get out of here. And they go back into the Sir Alley. And I'm glad that Lala didn't follow. I'm glad that she stayed back because I think she knew that content-wise, we needed the scene with Katie and Tom. We needed just them. Yes. Um, So they enter the alley and... Why don't you go ahead and tell us, like, what your perspective of the whole alley debacle was? Well, first of all, it was just nostalgic. Right? <laughs> I was like, where has this grimy alley been? Um, but I, I wish, you know what, what it was? It was Raquel walking out for me that just kind of messed yeah. it up. I feel like we still didn't get to hear Katie. That's the only thing that was missing. I wanted her to shred him apart, but she got so caught up because Raquel came out and she had to shut her down that we never got to see the annihilation that was so well-deserved. Right. I think that from my, for me, if I was Katie and Raquel walked out, there would have been fist flying. Like I could not have stayed classy in that moment. Like I granted, yeah, Katie was yelling and she called her a see you next Tuesday, whatever. But she had so much more class in that situation than I would have had hands down. Definitely. I would like to know what she would have done if cameras weren't there, because like you said, I could have never composed myself that way. I am, um, I could be knee jerk <laughs> reactionary. Yeah, I can imagine I probably would have ripped every eyelash off of Raquel. (laughs) 
I'm like, get away. That would be a lot of eyelashes. It looks like she wears a lot of falsies. So much. I don't even know when. When did she get all glam on us? That's what I was trying to figure out. After her second season, you can tell that she got like fillers and Botox and all of that. She is a completely different person. She used to be like Rachel around the corner. And now she's trying to get, I mean, she didn't even look like that at the beginning stages of her pageant. No. Like, this is completely different. She's like, definitely went and saw Beverly Hills 90210 doctor extraordinaire because this is another person. It definitely is. I mean, and that's not to say she's not gorgeous because she is, but knowing who she is as a person, it just makes me look at her like, ugh, like you're not a good person on the inside so your outsides are just like oh i want to know how do you feel about raquel like say you didn't know this this information in general when she's having conversations with other people how do you feel about it um i think that she lacks intelligence i think that when she talks it's very blank however I will say that Scandal aside, there was two situations this season where she read Lala. She read her like a book and Lala didn't have anything to come back and say, which so surprised me. So those two instances, I gave her some kudos. But other than that, there's there's not much going on up there. I cackled so hard. The Vegas scene. When she was like, well, good enough, you don't have Amanda around. And I was like, yeah. What? I was like, oh my gosh, that was the best comeback. I mean, but she was inebriated. That was not even her sober. Yeah, it was like she went there. I just, a part of me is so conflicted because I want to root for Raquel. She is like the underdog that we all want, right? Mm-hmm. But God bless her. She can't form a sentence to save her life. Like, how did you do pageants? Well, that's the thing. Like, school obviously wasn't for her, so she went for the the pageants. Not pageants being the easy way out. I guess that's better than stripping. Wait, and yeah, and also, <laughs> side note, she, let me find this screenshot. So, Miss Sonoma County, which was what she her title was before becoming Miss whatever she was like was it Malibu or something or I don't know long story short Miss Sonona County does not exist and they like basically made up a sash that said it so she could be entered into a larger pageant contest wait what it doesn't exist no like Miss Sonoma County is not a thing she they like she like made it up how can you make up something and then get entered into a competition? Right? There was I'm a so whole confused. post on it. Um, your moms are watching. Her sister was actually Raquel's pageant coach. Um, I'm not sure if you follow her on Instagram or not. You definitely should. She posts the best like insider tea. But yeah, her sister was Raquel's pageant coach. And she posted all of these screenshots and like facts about Raquel's pageant days. And now I'm bothered that I can't find it. Let's see. Bear with me. Let me keep looking. No, you're fine. What I will say is that makes kind of sense how she was like, everything in my life was planned for me. Like, someone even rigged her to get into the, the competition. Yeah. With a fake sash. Hmm. Oh, Sonoma County. Sonoma County. The county of no of dreams where anything can happen. Literally anything can happen. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I can't find it. If I do, I'll send it to you. But yeah, follow your moms are watching if you don't already. Will do. It is a good one. All right. So we can, I wanted to ask you a couple like Bravo hot takes that were not Scandaball related because otherwise, if we don't break it up, I'll talk about Scandaball for hours. Okay. Okay. So if you could choose any housewife, current or former, to try to rebrand. Who do you think that you would choose? Who, what, what housewife would you want to rebrand? Who do you think needs a new image? 
Um, this would be a tie, honestly. Um, Alexis Bellino and Teddy Mellencamp. Hear me out. Okay. Teddy, to me, I've said this from day one, she has always been on the wrong uh, housewife city. She has always been an OC girl. And that's where she needs to go. So I, if I could rebrand her, I would. I could see that. And what about Alexis? Alexis, I would like to rebrand her, but still keep her in OC. I just need her to be a little bit more forthcoming and authentic. Um, and I think with Jim gone, a little bit of her fluff is gone. Um, she's not pretending to be Susie Homemaker. Um, I think she's going to be living in her truth. And I would market her just to say living her truth. Good, bad, the ugly, say it and just get it out. And it is what it is. And that that's a side note for all the listeners. That's for everybody in life. Take notes from Alyssa. Yes. Yes. Not me being a life coach. Right? <laughs> Not you being a life coach and a motivational <laughs> coach for me right now. What? Hyping up, hyping up my night. <laughs> So let's see. Okay, going back to Vanderpump Rules, actually, I lied. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so I listened to Give Them Lala's podcast and I took some notes because she gave some super cool information. Um, so let me just spit some out there. Um, okay, so some small facts were. Like, production only has footage of the Labor Day party via Sheena's blog. So, everything that they talk about Labor Day, everything that they showed, that's all from Sheena's blog. Um, they said that Raquel drinking a Coors Light beer was a sign that her and Tom were already seeing each other at the glamping birthday. Because apparently... Tom only drinks Coors Light and then suddenly that was all Raquel would drink. So that might be a stretch, but we're going to go with it. Um, she said the final episodes pre-Scandaval were actually re-edited to flow with the finale episode. I knew it. Like, I knew that they went back and edited things. They had to have. So yeah, they it would have been too much of a jump. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Two more things. Ken and Lisa pre-planned the infamous, I can't believe that Tom Sandoval had Raquel over in the jacuzzi scene because Lisa didn't want to get her hands dirty. So she asked Tom, or I'm sorry, she asked Ken to come in and spill the tea while Katie was there. Which I feel like we all knew, but for we sure. It. Yeah, we, we liked the factual tea. So that was good. And then, um, else I thought was interesting oh this one Lala's mom heard Tom and Ariana's phone call at the Labor Day party he kept telling her he didn't have service and then would hang up on her I'm sorry if she she can vlog you can call <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> This Labor Day party, I wish we had actual like camera footage, but like if we have to go with the vlogs, we have to go with the vlogs and thank God we do um, have them because the energy that I just got from those clips already and the way <laughs> right? it was so chaotic, I knew, I knew that everything he was going to say was bullshit because he looked like he was having the time of his life and Poriana was sitting at home grieving grieving like that's like what is getting lost in translation here like it wasn't like she just didn't go like that poor sweet woman was grieving the loss of not only her dog charlotte that she had for her legit half of her life her grandmother who she was so close with and you're gonna tell me that you didn't want to they were saying jason which it was Jax. So you're telling me that you couldn't leave with Jax. So you had to stay another two hours at a party to look at raquel in a bikini like no bro no. And I'm not buying the whole Uber. Um, sir, it's LA. Right? There's Uber's everywhere. 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 You could have found something. And like if not, you're 40 years old. You know how to look up a taxi. I'm sorry. Well, you and you could have been honest and say, like, 
I, I just don't want to come home right now. Even that would have been better than just blatantly lying. I don't know. He, I just don't, I don't understand his reasoning behind it. I would rather someone tell me, like you said, be honest and be like, I don't want to come home. I feel like you might need this time alone. Maybe something like that. But I guess because he's so wrapped up in the Raquel of it all, it's like he almost didn't trust himself. He was like, I got to come up with lies because it might even slip at this point. That's so true. So uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about anything these days when it comes to Scandaval because, like I said, I had super high expectations for the reunion trailer and they were all met. They ex- even exceeded my expectations. Um, is that how you felt too? Yes. And I know I had mentioned you earlier, I, did, I was at work and I couldn't hear the volume to it. So I just had to watch body language after body language and I watched it on repeat. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine what they're saying. And then when I got the audio, I was like, gold. Oh, yeah. um, we haven't had a reunion like this in such a long time for Vanderpump. Like, I would say such a long time. And I was go as far as to even say, like, ever. Like, I don't remember the last time we had this explosive of a reunion on Bravo. Probably since, like, like the Brooks Cancer one. Brooks Cancer, maybe... Um, the reunion Jersey, after always Jersey reunion. Yes, Jersey. The reunion after uh Kristen and Jack's hookup, maybe. Yes. Um, and the only one that I got kind of that same emotion was the Atlanta reunion when Phaedra's lies oh, came out about Candy. Yeah. Yes. That one maybe was a that. hard one. Yeah, that was uh so tough. Well, before we sign off for this episode. Um, is there any predictions that you have for either New Jersey or um, the Vanderpump Rules reunion next week? Is there anything that sticks out that you're like, ooh, I think that this is going to happen? New Jersey, I wish I had predictions. Um, I can tell you what I want to happen. Yeah, tell me what you want to happen. <laughs> Look, I'll say it from, from the beginning Melissa stepped on. She was the future of Jersey. They knew that they wanted people like that. And I think they got that with uh, Danielle and Rachel. So I think my idea would be to keep Melissa, get rid of Teresa. Um, she can be on pause, but I need a break. And maybe get in younger people like Danielle and Rachel and maybe somewhere in the mid like Fessler with the current cast, maybe just two more people in those each age range and I think we would be good I agree I think that we need some younger some younger blood we do um, and we don't need Jackie back that's just that no I mean, she was good when she was on but we don't need her back we don't we don't need her back I'm, I'm happy that she's healthy and she looks great but we don't need her back she looks amazing I'm like I the only thing I wish she was full time this season so we can all bask in her growth but, like, at the same time, we don't need her. I totally agree. We don't need her. And, or, yeah, was it Andy said in his book, The Daddy Diaries, that came out? I, like, binged it. He said that Jackie told him he, she wasn't upset about the demotion and that she would be the best damn friend of they ever had. But she really didn't bring any of it this season. So, uh, no, she's not. She's not. She's a friend of a friend. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She's a, she's a friend's babysitter. Yes. <laughs> and then um, Vanderpump predictions. Everyone's coming back. I just know everyone's going to come back because this saga is not over. Uh, what I will say is we think uh, Sandoval's going to have the worst season ever next season as well, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's still going to be shorts. He's going to have the worst season. You think, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that because we know who Sandoval is now. I think people are still trying to figure out who Schwartz is. Um, and we get peaks here and there, but like I think the, the layers are going to come back. You know what? I agree with that. I think that's a super good take. I think that we don't know who he is without Katie. 
And I think we're going to see a totally different side of him. And I'm not 100% sure that it's always going to be like the lovable, sweet Tom that we have grown to, and, to see and love the last couple of years. No, I think he's going to spiral. And I, I hope that. when he does spiral, he also looks at his relationship with Sandoval. Because nobody talks about the toxicity of their friendship. I feel like that is a real issue. <laughs> it is. I think that they are very codependent with each other. And now more so with the restaurant. Yes, they need a break. They almost need like, I kind of want to say they need another location. Like one- They need to pull a Ross and Rachel and go on a break. Or that. Or that. All sad. Now I want to go watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> if you were not watching reality TV, what kind of television would you be watching? Oh, I watch everything. Um, I'm a sucker for, like, repeats. Like, I will re-binge um, TV shows over and over again. Um, but I love fantasy. I love sci-fi. I love dramedy. Um, I literally just watched Firefly Lane. I've been re-watching Vampire Diaries. And I watched all Queen of Charlotte. I love all of it. I like to get lost in the story. Well, I love that for you. And I love that we were able to talk all things Bravo and dive into some Vanderpump rules. Um, I will have who... I will have... Um, let me look up the name really quick because I'm going to get it wrong. And I always do that. I will have Stop Wearing My Clothes podcast. Um, one of the sisters I will be having on my podcast next week. Um, and then I am also on Watch What Happens Live on Monday. It was a pre-recorded episode. So you will see me there on Monday. Um and I think that everybody is going to enjoy this episode. I'm super glad to have you on, Alyssa. Thank you so much. Um, so we will talk to you guys soon.